Hi, this is Nahum Siegel, and you're listening to an encore presentation of the Jam in the AM 10th of Ob special. Amen. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. Today is the 10th of Av. And in the tradition of JM and the AM, on the 10th of Av, before we transition into our regular format, we spend a morning with the stories of the great Reb Shlomo Kalbach, right here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmtheam.org. Share with you two Eliyahu Novi stories. One from a long time ago and one from today. Everybody knows, everybody knows. The Heilige Disease, Rabnochem Chernobyl, the Holy of Holiest, sweetest of the sweet. All his life, all his life. Collected money for poor brides. One time the Holy Bachemtiv told him, somewhere in a village in Russia, there are ten brides, and I need ten thousand rubles to marry them off. So the hating of Noam Chernobyl decided to go to Poland, to Broad, one of the biggest cities. There were a lot of rich Jews there. He decided to go to board and hopefully with God's help he'll collect 10,000 troubles. Let me tell you the sad story. He was in board for two weeks. He didn't collect even one penny. He was so angry at God. He walked out from the city and he stopped under a tree. And he said, Master of the world, the master of the world if I would come in to collect money for myself you have the right to help me or not to help me I'll never see those ten brides I don't know who they are I did it for you Rabbi Nishlad I did it for you why didn't you help me then he said master of the world I'm so angry at you I'm going home now and I'll never collect money for poor brides. I have my own children to take care of. He was angry at God, but he was so broken inside because he didn't want to be angry. He was just torn apart. Now listen to me, friends. Suddenly, suddenly, he saw police coming and 
the two policemen are holding a little Jew. Listen to me, friends. You know what the little Yidala did while the two policemen were holding him? He was dancing. dancing and he was singing and he was glowing with joy. Here Abnochum is free and he's sitting there and crying and this little Yidale, obviously a little thief, is arrested and he's blowing his mind with joy. So Abnochum couldn't help smiling. Abnochum says to him, Ah, my dear Yidale, my dear little Jew, who are you? He opens his eyes very big and he says, What? You don't know me. I am Moshe the Ganev. I am Moshe the most famous thief in Broad. So Rabnochum says, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I'm not from Broad. And I was there just a few days, so I just didn't have the great privilege of seeing you yet. But I'm so glad to see you now. Unbelievable honor. Then he says to Moshele, if you're such a polished thief, how come the police caught you? I says, that's nothing. Even the most polished thief is caught sometimes. Oh, just don't pay any attention to it. Rabnochum says to him, Okay, Moshe Leganev, they'll arrest you and you'll be in prison. He says, I hope when you come out from prison, you'll stop being a thief. began laughing he says do you know what a Jew is all about a Jew never stops doing what he began to do a Jew never stops he walked away with the police <laughs> Nochum got the message. He went back to board with so much simcha, because this Moshe Leganov gave him so much strength. He collected within a few days the 10,000 rubles. When he came back to the Holy Balshemtov, and the Holy Balshemtov received with his holy hand the 10,000 rubles, the Holy Balshemtov looked at him and it says, Nochum, how does Eliyahu Hanovi? How does Elijah the prophet look like when he walks as a thief between two policemen? You understand, my dearest friends, whenever you're just about to give up, 
And the Yenobi comes and gives you strength. And I bless you, brothers and sisters in Russia and all over the world. Whenever you're just about to give up, let there be a miracle. Let Elijah the prophet come to you, maybe as a thief, maybe as a policeman, maybe as a rabble, who knows. But let God send someone to you to give you strength. does not forget for one second about your shrine. And the Jew doesn't forget about Shabbos. The Heilige Kalina would say before Shabbos, Master of the world, I have fish for Shabbos, I have challah for Shabbos. But where do I get Shabbos for Shabbos? So you know this is a very special privilege to have Shabbos on Shabbos. Because it is possible to keep Shabbos to keep every law, but to taste Shabbos. Taste Shabbos is so special. So this is what our holy rabbis teach us. There's Shmiras Shabbos, keeping Shabbos holy. Ah, uh, then there's Anak Shabbos, the bliss of Shabbos. The bliss of Shabbos. It's a special gift from heaven. And here's the story I want to share with you. The holy Chernovitzer, the holiest, the deepest, the heiliger Abraham of Chernovitz 200 years ago, for him Shabbos was everything. I, I would ask him, what does Bereshis mean? The first word on the Torah, which actually means at the beginning, Abraham would say, what a question, it means Shabbos. I would ask him, what does Boa mean? which means created actually. I would say, Abraham, what does Boa mean? He would say Shabbos. For him, everything was Shabbos. But on Shabbos itself, at that very second, him and his holy wife, kindled lights for Shabbos, something happened to him. Not really physically, but somehow, he looked like he's 10 feet taller. He was shining. He was just not in this world. Okay, I'm prime I understand. But one Shabbos, one Shabbos, one Shabbos. A little Yidale who could barely daven, could barely read, could barely write. For one of the outskirts of the city, spent one Shabbos in the house of the Holy Chernovitzer. Next Shabbos, next Shabbos, next Shabbos. When he came to the synagogue, he would always stand on the last row and nobody would pay attention to him. This Shabbos, nobody could take their eyes off. We should do it. It was shining. 
shining from one corner of the world to the other. You could see he's in another world. Yes, Einik Shabbos, the bliss of Shabbos. So this is where the story begins. Moshe Dovid was so poor. You know, my beautiful friends, sometimes a person is too rich to die, but too poor to live. He had seven children, but they had nothing to eat. One day he says to his wife, if we're not fair to our children, maybe we should save 500 rubles, although it will be really the blood of our children, not to eat, not to sleep, not to buy anything new. But if, after we have 500 rubles, we can buy a farm and maybe even become rich. So for a few years, Moshe Dovid and his wife and his children starved themselves to death. But then he had 500 rubles. He's going into Chernovitz to buy a farm, but you don't buy the first farm you find. In the meantime, it's Friday afternoon, he still has the 500 rubles on him. And on Shabbos, he don't carry money. So where do you go if not to the Holy of Holies? The Helige Chernovitzer. He knocks on the door of the Chernovitzer and he says, Helige Rebbe, and tells him the whole story. Can I please ask you to take care of my 500 rubles until after Havdol, until after Shabbos? And the Helige Chernovitzer looks at his yid. Oh, what a precious, what is this yidle? Completely undiscovered yet. He says to him, oh, it'll be my greatest honor. But let me ask you, where are you eating for Shabbos? Oh, he says, nobody invited me. I, the Heilige Abraham Chenoweth, says, please spend Shabbos with me. They're still talking. Suddenly the door opens. And the lady walks in, crying, 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 crying to her heaven. And this is what she says. Helike Rebbe, Helike I'm at the end, I'm at the end, I can't do it alone anymore. If you remember my husband, Rebbe Vremelin, everybody thought he was rich. And my daughter got engaged to the son of the richest man in Chernobyl. But as you know, my husband passed away a few weeks ago. And after he passed away, I realized he's a poor man. But this Saturday night is the wedding. And if I tell the rich man, the father of my, of my daughter's groom, that they can't even pay for the wedding, Wedding will not take place. Rebbe, Rebbe, forgive me for coming so late before Shabbos. But I still have some pride left. Couldn't bring myself to ask for money. She was crying bitter tears. And when she do it, says, Rebbe, please give her my 500 rubles. The Chenoweth says, no, God forbid. Every penny is blood of your children. You can't do this. But you do it, 
just takes the money, gives it to the woman, says to her, you know, I'm still young, I can save again, but your daughter, maybe she'll never find another husband to marry, Mazel tov to the wedding. Turn to my shadowed, and this is what he said. My tire is this, and my shadowed. That God will make you rich beyond your dreams. Yet you will live to see the wedding of your great grandchildren goes without saying. But I would like to bless you. My heart to your heart, something so special. Can you imagine what kind of a Shabbos this woman would have had? The poor widow beside her husband, knowing that after Shabbos she has to face her illness and tell them, we are too poor for the wedding. Can you imagine what kind of a Shabbos her daughter, the bride, would have had? Thinking my future husband, maybe he doesn't even really love me, and if I can't pay for the wedding, he won't marry me. But you gave Shabbos to two people, therefore I bless you, God should give you Shabbos all your life. Shabbos, Hamashidovit went to the synagogue. After the Heiligen Chernowitz had blessed them with Shabbos, Kival was he glowing. I want you to know, Hamashidovit, after four weeks, was so rich and such a big millionaire, he didn't know how he got it, but he did, that he built a Bismandrish for the Holy Chernowitz. And it was called Moshe Dovitz Bismandrish. And I asked some old people in Chernovitz who I met that told me, yes, it's true. That one Yidelewa with the Helige Chernovitz are blessed with riches because he gave 500 rubles to a widow, built a Bismandrish. And until the Second World War, the Bismandrish 
was visible, I'm sure right now, the Vesmantos is part of the holy wall. And a blessing to Shaman and Dari. Next time you come to the holy wall, maybe one stone. There's so much to do with Vesmantos. But this is not the end of the story. 150 years later, when the Germans destroyed Chernovitz, the great-great-grandchildren of Moshe Dovid were all in Auschwitz. Miraculously, they all survived. They came to America without a penny in their pockets. Miraculously, they don't know how. After four weeks, they were millionaires again. It was still the blessing, the holy Chernovitz. And I heard the story of someone who was a friend with them. So I bless you, I bless you, and me and all of us. If you want to taste Shabbos, there is only one way, there's only one way. Give Shabbos to somebody else. But you know, friends, Everyone knows, benching licht. Killing the holy lights before Shabbos is fixing the home world. And God entrusted to our holy mothers, our holy sisters, to kindle the light of Shabbos. And you will ask me, isn't Shabbos by itself such a great light? Isn't Shabbos, like the Talmud says, a torch? Why do you need a little candle? But you see, you're asking with the mind of six days of the week on Shabbos. Yes, Shabbos is a great light. But the little candle, the little fire is so precious. So precious before God. So here's a story which I would like to share with you. Everybody knows, everybody knows when our holy mothers kindle lights and our holy sisters kindle lights. That one moment there is no wall between them and God. There is no wall between them and their husband and their children. There is no wall between them and all of Israel. There is no wall between them and the whole world. But a moment. Mothers, I bless your children. I bless your children. You should always stand next to your mother. When your holy mother's killing lights. What a moment, what a moment. The deepest moment in Shabbos. So here's a story. And we let Nick and we let me 150 years ago, but the holy would let Nick. One of the greatest pupils, one of the greatest sinim of Ramotel at Chernobyl. You know, sad enough today we're living in a different world. Sad enough so many marriages break up, so many hearts are broken, so many windows just knocked out. 
But in the time of the Valetniki 150 years ago, it barely happened. One day the Holy Valetniki is told that the wife of one of Sicilian moved back to her parents. He was so heartbroken. He called the woman and this is what he said. I want you to know your husband loves you so much. He's up all night in the synagogue reciting the Psalms and praying that you should come back to him because he loves you so much. So I'm begging you, please, 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 go back to your husband who loves you. And this is what she said. Rebbe, let it be clear to you, I didn't leave my husband because I don't love him. On the country, I love him so much. But God didn't bless us yet with children. In a house without children is more destroyed than the holy temple. A house without laughter is the crying of children. So lonely, so empty. I couldn't bear it anymore. So I went home. But Rebbe, if you want me to go home, Back to my husband, bless me with children. But she was a very clever woman. She says, Rebbe, if you bless me with children, bless me to have a son like you. And the holy Valetnika smiled and he said to her, I'll be so happy to bless you to have a son like me. You have to promise me something. If you will be a mother like my mother, then you have children like me. Let me tell you about my mother. Should never happen to any child in the world. My father left the world when I was seven. And I had a brother, only five years old. My mother was taking care of us. My mother was so good to us. Kaval was she sweet, Kaval was she holy, Kaval was she beautiful. One morning, one evening, she woke up and she said, This molecule, my dear kid, this molecule, my precious son. Bring me a prayer book. I have to pray, but I'm too sick to get out of bed. I brought my mother the prayer book, and she held it in her holy hands. And this is what she said. Master of the world, I'm so sick. Can't even pray. But master of the world, you know the truth. If I won't take care of my children, there's nobody else who will take care of them. So just for the sake of my children, Tatis is the master of the world. 
make me well. I swear to you, she got up and she was well. One more story about my mother. Can you imagine how many tears my mother shed, how many prayers she offered when she killed the lights before Shabbos? When I was so little, but yet I knew the only one, the only one who prayed more than my mother was the high priest and young keeper and the holy of holiness. So one Friday she was crying so much and I guess she bent over the candles her tears fell on the candles when she opened her eyes it was already Shabbos and there were no more candles the tears extinguished the, water, the fire and my mother said Master of the world I can't live without the light of Shabbos. Master of the world, Master of the world, Master of the world. How can I have Shabbos without my Shabbos to Kilicht? But it's already Shabbos, so I'm begging you, Master of the world. Please, you, you, Master of the world. We kindle my nights, kindle my Shabbos tikkun. I swear to you, I saw a hand coming from heaven, kindling the light of Shabbos. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos, Shabbos, good Shabbos. Shabbos, good Shabbos, in the AM. This is Nahum Siegel, and you're listening to an encore presentation of the JM and the AM 10th of Ob special as we feature stories of Rib Shlomo Kalbach. Join us tomorrow when we broadcast from Yo NCSY 2021. If you'd like to submit a message for an NCSYer or for anybody to include in our broadcast, email it now to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N A C H U M at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Subject, Yom N-C-S-Y. Looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow from Israel. Meanwhile, we continue with our special encore presentation of our 10th of special. Welcome to a Wednesday. It is uh, the 10th of August, the 10th of Av. Our 10th of Av tradition here at JM and the AM is to feature the stories of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach as we uh, drift into our regular format. Uh, we have an interesting way of doing it this year, which I'll explain in just a moment. And uh, tomorrow already, 
I mean, if you see the reaction that we got on Facebook from the number of people that were uh, quite excited about the big announcement, uh, there is already anticipation in this building for tomorrow, and I'll explain all that coming up as well. It's Wednesday, JM in the AM. I hope everybody had an easy fast yesterday and a meaningful one. We chickened out from the uh, Mincha service at the UN because of the downpour, and then I found out afterwards, just by chance, if there is such a thing, there was scaffolding up at the Isaiah Wall, and everybody was protected from the rain. So as I said to Glenn Richter uh, by email, I should have scouted the location in advance <laughs> so I could have participated. It looks like from the uh, list of people who presented and uh, participated yesterday that it was quite a, a mincha service at the Isaiah Wall. Yashakach to all those who went and uh, participated on a Tisha B'Av afternoon. It's Wednesday, 71 degrees, 81% humidity. Winds are west at 5. Mostly sunny today with a high temperature of 87. Then tonight... Partly cloudy, a low 68. Sunshine for tomorrow, a high temperature, 83 degrees. Yerushalayim's at 88. Tel Aviv at 86. Haifa at 90.1. A lot is at 100. Up in Guilford, New York, where we're going to be heading for the um, afternoon, and I'm going to explain all that as well coming up. They're at 60 degrees at Camp Missouri, heading up to 79. Maybe a thunderstorm later this afternoon. In fact, if we visit and there's no thunderstorm, I'll be shocked <laughs> with the way the weather sometimes turns quickly uh, up in camp. So um, here's the story in terms of our transition. Our JM and AM program this morning will be uh, dominated by the stories of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach at 12 noon today. And I, I officially called it for 12.30 Eastern time, but Yossi Zweig, as dedicated as he is, insists on starting at 12 noon, and I thank him for that. At 12 noon today, the final hour of the a cappella format, the final hour of the um, nine days, three weeks format on the stream, and that will be live, hosted by uh, Yossi Zweig in what will be the beginning of the live lunch. That's today at 12 noon. Then at 1 o'clock Eastern time, when uh, Chatzos hits for us, we will uh, do a couple of things. Number one, we will switch to a uh, regular music format, and Yassi Zweig will preside over that. Uh, we'll switch to a regular music format and uh, keep that going live on the stream. And then the um, about 2.30 in the afternoon, that's what we're estimating, about 2.30 Eastern time, we should be up at Camp Misora already. We're going to do there. They apparently there is a Hanukkah in August day at Camp Misora, and yeah, they 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 flipped the calendar. I guess it'll feel like it does in Australia when it's ninety degrees out for Hanukkah. Uh, so it's Hanukkah in August in Australia. In Australia, it's Hanukkah in August in Misora, and we will be there doing a web show. So those of you who are in any way affiliated with Camp Misora. Send us an email if you have a special message for a camper or a staff member that you would like included in the uh, in the program today. We'll be on the web on the live stream at jmnam.org from about 2.30 till 4.30 city time, uh, direct from camp, uh, continuing the regular music format, of course. So that is the, uh, the news and the schedule regarding today, regarding Wednesday as we switch to the 10th of Av. And we hopefully will have the information regarding who wins the uh, big Weber barbecue grill at Seasons in Queens. They're drawing that at 1 o'clock today at Chatzos. So we'll hopefully have the name of the winner uh, to a trumpet at some point uh, during the program. So we'll be up at Camp Misora.
Um, they don't know it up there, but I am bringing Hanukkah gifts. <laughs> so it should be a lot of fun. And um, uh, if you want to get us an email for anybody in Missouri, you can uh, email uh, nachum at wfmu.org, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at wfmu.org, and we'll hopefully include it in our webcast from camp. Tomorrow is the day that people cannot stop talking about. At least that's the feeling I'm getting uh, from people in person and on Facebook, etc. And that is because 8th Day will be visiting JM and the AM tomorrow morning. Talk about a live music alert. Talk about the uh, most one of the most sought-after groups out there. 8th Day will be uh, doing some Yalili and will be uh, visiting JM and the AM tomorrow morning right here at about 8 o'clock. And we'll try to include your phone calls. It is an amazing way to start off our regular music format on JM in the AM, and we will do that uh, tomorrow uh, at about 8 o'clock in the morning. It's the eighth day. It's a live music alert. Tell everybody you know. Follow us on Facebook uh, with the uh, update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. Same updates. Go to Twitter, Toll Jewish Radio, and we'll keep you up to date on progress uh, with tomorrow. So eighth day. It is uh, scheduled. It is scheduled. No more a rumor. No more can we announce it. They are scheduled for tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. And by the way, uh, eighth day, many of you know they come from the West Coast. They'll be here tomorrow. I wanted to mention uh, that tomorrow night they just became available. So any camp or any group that's interested, Ellie Katz is putting together the eighth day tour. They were supposed to be booked tomorrow night in the New York area. They are not. So if you're camp or if you're... uh, a group is interested in bringing them in, just contact Symphonia at 201-259-2240. 201-259-2240. I know they're busy tonight. Tomorrow night has been opened for them, so you can uh, call that number and uh, see if you could have them uh, where you are tomorrow evening. So eighth day, we'll have them first tomorrow early in the morning. And we are very much looking forward to it. JM in the AM Wednesday with plenty more coming up between now and 9 o'clock as we continue the stories of Rav Shlomo Kalbach on this 10th of Av. Thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmtheam.org. A professor of English literature walked into one of the great giants in Israel, one of the holy rabbis. This professor had come out in the newspapers a lot of times. He says the most terrible thing which can happen to any Jewish child is have religious education. Cripples them forever. And he says, I wish we could abolish Jewish education. He walks into this great rabbi and he says, Rabbi, I came to tell you I dedicate my life to Jewish education. The great rabbi looked at him and he says, Are you for real or did you come to make fun of me? He said, let me tell you the story. I was up in Lebanon in the mountains. I was shot. I was bleeding very heavily and it was clear to me, unless the soldiers find me, I'll be dead in two hours. Here I'm lying on the ground, bleeding. I have two hours to live. What should I do? What am I going to think about? Ah, I'm teaching English literature. I'll think about Hamlet. No, it doesn't go. King Lear. (laughs) I'm also a Zionist. I remember every word Achad Am ever wrote. 
doesn't go. Before I knew it, I could feel tears rolling down my cheeks. I remembered, I remembered my Zayde holding me by my little hand and walking with me. Him keep a night to the synagogue. I remember the most happiest hours of my life, sitting on my father's shoulders, dancing on Simba's tyrant. I remembered my mother kindling lights by the night was so holy, so beautiful. And suddenly I remembered, if my grandson, God forbid, would ever be wounded, it's two hours to live. He has nothing to think about because I never give him anything. Then I realized do you only need it the last two hours of your life? Don't you need it every second of your life? Something holy to remember? Something beautiful to be attached to? So I made a vow and I said, Master of the world. If you hear my prayer, if you let me live, I will dedicate my life to Jewish education. When I woke up, I was in the hospital, and here I am. One more story, but this is a Gewalt story, friends. One of the greatest stories in my life. This was after the Yom Kippur War. In fact, it was still in the middle. an unbelievable concert with thousands of soldiers. Oh, the spirit was so high, the spirit was so high. Every soldier put out their heart before God. We all are praying for the deepest redemption of Israel. After the concert, soldiers walked out and just the officers had a little get-together. And here an officer came up to me. He says, I have to tell you my story. I want you to know, I'm a real from a left-wing kibbutz. I don't believe in God. I told my children that religious people are fakes. They're living in a world of lies. I told them we Jews are the same like everybody else. I told them Israel is as holy as Tokyo and as Moscow. When the war began, I found myself fighting next to an officer who was from a very religious kibbutz. And the moment the fighting begins, early in the morning, he's yelling, Shema Yisroel, Hashem Eloikeinu, Hashem Echod. God is one. And the whole time he's yelling on top of his lungs, I said to him, listen, my friend, I like you, but you're going on my nerves. You know the way I feel about God. I can't stand it. All day long, yelling God is one. I know you believe in God, and I appreciate it, but please, you're making me nervous. He says to me, you fight your way, I fight my way. This goes on all the time. This was Saturday night, the concert. I want you to know Thursday morning, Early at dawn, the fighting begins. I'm already conditioned that he yells, Hashem, Echad, God is one. He didn't yell. 
I look on the ground, my friend is dying. He was shot. Suddenly, it was clear to me. I wish I could die for him. He's so precious. I fell to the ground. I took his dying hand and I said, my sweetest friend, please let me die for you. Is there anything I can do for you? And this is what he said. I want you to swear to me that you will yell Hashem Echod. God is one instead of me. Gewalt was this officer crying. He says, I swear to you. I said to my friend, I swear to you. I swear to you by the living God. My whole life, my whole life. I will yell, Hashem, Echol, God is one. And I will tell my children. They should also yell, Hashem, Echol. As long as they are alive. He says to me, you know, the strange thing, I absolutely not believe in God. At that moment, God opened all the gates of heaven for me. It was not that I believed in God. I saw God. It was clear to me there was one God. So you hear my beautiful friends, my beautiful children. You know, you know what you and I have to do. Instead of all the holy soldiers who gave their life in the holy land. Instead of all the Eden from 2,000 years dying for God. You and I, we have to yell for them. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Melekinu, Hashem Echon. God is one. God is one, God is the only one, join me, for your friends. You know what a simulated Jew is? Someone who thinks that the world is stronger than God, than Yiddishkeit, than the Torah. 
And hopefully you and I, we know the truth. When you really want to do something, the whole world respects you. So this is the story. At the end of the First World War, when Russia lost the war, they needed a scapegoat. Why did they lose the war with Germany? It's very simple. Because the Jews speak Yiddish. Yiddish is German. So all the Jews are German spies. And they gave over all the secrets of Russia to Germany. So because of the Jews, we lost the war. So in all those little Städtelach where the peasants were angry they lost the war, they had a little custom. Every Friday afternoon they would hang up ten Jews and say, these are the ten spies. The holy Amshinovah, the heilig Amshinovah, sent messages all over that area to redeem those people because the police, for a hundred rubles, they would let the Jew go. So one of the closest scenes of the holy Amshinovah went Friday morning to a village to redeem ten Jews that were supposed to be hanged. And he's on his way back to Amshinov on the way is through the forest. And suddenly, his wagon broke, a wheel came off, and it's late before Shabbos. He was desperate. Suddenly, he hears Cossacks. I don't know if they tell your friends the way Cossacks drive the carriage. Crazy. But, but he is not afraid. He places himself in the middle of the, of the way. So the Cossack stops. He says, do you do what you want. He says, I'm stuck here in the forest. I have to get to Amshinov before Shabbos. I'll be happy to pay you 100 rubles to take me back to Amshinov. And the Cossack says, I'm not taking a dirty Jew on my carriage. And he wants our horses to go. But this Siddhishiyit of the Amshinov was a farmer and he knew how to handle horses. He put his hand on the horses and they stood quiet. Success. Let me tell you something. I know the Jews. There's nothing they are afraid more than of Cossacks. But let me ask you, he says, how much are you afraid of Shabbos? How much does Shabbos mean to you that because of Shabbos you're not afraid of Cossacks? And then he said, If Shabbos means that much to you, let me have the privilege of driving you back for free. So he arrived in Amshinov. That night, he was sitting next to the rabbi. And when he told the rabbi the story about the Cossack, somehow, somehow, I heard the story from Chesidim when they said, it wasn't clear anymore. Was it really a Cossack? Or was it Elijah the prophet? J.M. in the A.M. with uh, songs of Reb Shlomo Kalbach, or actually more accurately, stories of Reb Shlomo Kalbach on this 10th of Av presentation here at J.M. in the A.M. That was entitled The Amshanover and the Cossack. Series of Shlomo's uh, stories are uh, from a uh, series of CDs entitled Shlomo's Greatest Stories, parts 1 through 4. And uh, that's where the bulk of our 
stories are coming from this morning. We'll get to uh, we'll get to Schwarze Wolf a little later on in the eight o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. <clears throat> it's Wednesday on this tenth of August and tenth of Av. Good morning, everybody. Big day today for us because it's a big transition day. On the stream, make sure you're tuned in at jmintheam.org on our live stream uh, all day long. Yossi Zweig will transition from a noontime a cappella live lunch to a 1 p.m. Eastern time Jewish music regular format live lunch. At about 2.30 today, we'll be on the stream live from Camp Missora. If you want to get an email to... uh, to us to include as a message to a camper or staff member up at Camp Misora. Uh You could send it to any of the email addresses, including uh, nachum at wfmu.org, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at wfmu.org. Make sure to put Camp Misora in the subject line, and we'll try to include it in our web show later on. That should be about 2.30 till 4.30 up in Guilford, New York. And then uh, tomorrow is the uh, day that uh, everyone seems to be talking about. We told you we had a major announcement. We thought we'd get to it earlier in the week, but it was not confirmed. But now it is confirmed. Eighth day. Eighth day will be live in our studio here at JM in the AM, and that's tomorrow morning at about 8 o'clock. And that means Yalili and more. We are calling it a live music alert Thursday. Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow around 8 a.m., when Eighth Day arrives to our studio, we'll try to include your phone. We'll try to do everything, push it all into one hour uh, tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Should be very interesting. By the way, I mentioned that um, Eighth Day, and they are in from the West Coast, uh, they have a uh, full schedule, but they um, but their Thursday night gig has been uh, postponed. Their Thursday night gig has been postponed. So anybody out there wants to speak to Ellie Katz, about bringing Eighth Day to your camp or to your uh, organization tomorrow night. You should be in touch with him at 201-259-2240, 201-259-2240 for information on that. We'll have Eighth Day in our studio tomorrow morning. Very much looking forward to it. And a full slate of live lunch and the Thursday night extravaganza and much, much more tomorrow as well. So a lot gets kicked off uh, this morning right after Tisha B'Av with our Shlomo Kalbach stories, and we're going to just keep going. Uh, we're literally uh, on, well, we're almost on the, I shouldn't say literally, but we're almost on the stream continuously all day long. We'll be on the stream from noon until uh, 4.30 Eastern time this afternoon. So join us and keep the uh, web radio going. Don't forget, we have an iPhone app. Search the words WFMU Jewish Music on your iPhone. That iPhone app uh, acts like a transistor radio, and I'm heading up to Missouri. I'll be listening to the live lunch on the iPhone app, so uh, do the same thing. Make sure to download it and install it into your iPhone. It is a great free app. Also, keep in mind, you can follow what we're doing all day long by heading to Facebook, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, and on Twitter, at Tall Jewish Radio. Again, Tall Jewish Radio. Radio. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Galaitz on the background. We'll do our news from Israel. More Shlomo Kalbach stories coming up on this 10th of Av. Hope your, uh, your fast was an easy and meaningful one yesterday, and we thank you for joining us this morning. Galitzal Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM.
גלי צהל השעה שתיים, שלום רב, באולפן נועה ארגוב עם החדשות. פרקליטו של משה קצב, העורך דין ציון אמיר, מותח ביקורת חריפה על התנהלות הפרקליטות והתקשורת במשפט. עד שלא יראו אותו תלוי על עמוד התלייה עם החבל ששובר את מפרקתו, לא יעזבו אותו. מה שהוא עבר בתקופה הזו זה עונש שלא כתוב בשום ספר. כתבתנו דנה צוק מציינת כי במהלך חילופי דברים סביב סיקור המשפט בעיתונות, הוסיף העורך דין אמיר, אם קצב היה צריך להעמיד את עצמו לדין, הוא היה מרשיע את עצמו. אחרי כזה פרסום, הוא בעצמו היה מאמין לזה. עובדי פרי גליל בחצור הגלילית יוצאים למאבק נגד גל הפיטורים במפעל. בחצות ייכנס לתוקפו סכסוך העבודה עם ההנהלה, ואז תיפתח שביתה ללא הגבלת זמן. אני, אני, אני בן אדם שמתוסכל כבר, אני לא יודע מה אני יכול לעשות. אני אצא להפגנות, אני אשכב על הכביש, אין אור בקצה המנהר, אני אומר לך. אנשים פה יילחמו, אנשים פה יבכו, אנשים פה ימותו ברעב, אנשים פה ישכבו על הגדר. כתבנו בצפון גיא ורון מוסר כי העובדים החליטו להחזיר את מכתבי הפיטורים להנהלה ולא לקיים כל הידברות עימה. מנהל מקרקעי ישראל דן כעת באמות המידה שלפיהן יוענקו דירות בתוכנית מחיר למשתכן. השר אריאל אטיאס מציע לייעד את המיזם למשפחות קטנות וליוצאי צבא. לא יהיו שריונים והעדפות מעל שלושה ילדים, בניגוד למה שהיה בעבר. אני המלצתי לתת עדיפות דרך ניקוד. ליוצא צבא, ככל שאדם עשה יותר שירות צבאי, כולל שירות מילואים או שירות אזרחי, ככה הוא יקבל ניקוד יותר גבוה. כתבנו דן דובין מציין כי כמאה פעילי מאהל המחאה בירושלים הפגינו בצהריים מחוץ לישיבת המינהל ודרשו לקבוע שאמות המידה בתוכנית לא יפלו לטובה את האוכלוסייה החרדית. ראש ממשלת בריטניה דייוויד קמרון אומר כי הגישה התקיפה שהנהיג נגד המפגינים בארצו הוכיחה את עצמה ומנעה את המשך המהומות בלונדון. רבים מהמתפרעים שנעצרו יועמדו למשפט וכולי תקווה שיישלחו לכלא, כך קמרון בהצהרה מחוץ למעונו ברחוב דאונינג 10. התמונות של אלה שטרם נעצרו מתפרסמות כעת ומאפשרות לציבור לזהות אותם, כך קמרון שהוסיף כי לא יאפשר את תרבות הפחד ברחובות בריטניה. כתב חדשות החוץ יונתן רול מציין כי מחר יתכנס הפרלמנט הבריטי לדיון חירום בנושא. אם הפלסטינים יתעקשו לפנות לאו"ם ולבקש הכרה במדינה עצמאית באופן חד-צדדי, מדינות המערב בכלל וארצות הברית בפרט יתקשו להמשיך לקיים איתם יחסים תקינים, כך אומר בצהריים דיפלומט מערבי בכיר. כתבתנו המדינית אילאיל שחר מוסרת כי על פי הדיפלומט הבכיר, הסיוע הכספי האמריקני לרשות הפלסטינית ייפגע, כך גם לגבי אימון כוחות הצבא הפלסטינים על ידי ארצות הברית. שני בנים למשפחת אברג'יל נעצרו בחשד לסחר בקוקאין באזור אילת. כתבתנו הדס שטייף מוסרת כי איתם נעצרו עוד שלושה מעורבים נוספים. סוכנויות הנסיעות מוזילות את הטיסות ללונדון נוכח הביקוש הנמוך בגלל המהומות שם. יאיר אשר מהשטיח המעופף ודנה לביא מהדקה ה-90 סיפרו על הימנעות הישראלים מהיעד הבריטי בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן. יש ביטולים, אנשים עוברים ליעדים אחרים. אין ברירה, צריך להוריד מחירים, כי הטיסות, אנחנו מחויבים עליהן, אנחנו חייבים למכור. אנחנו רואים שלונדון זה יעד שפחות פחות מבוקש, מהיום בבוקר אנחנו רואים אפילו עצירה בביקושים. המחירים יורדים, המחירים היו בסדר גודל של 800-850 דולר, תוך כדי שאנחנו מדברים, הם כבר עומדים על 780. 
מזג האוויר עדיין חם, גם בהמשך השבוע אין שינוי. את החדשות ערך היום אסף ליברמן. עד כאן מחדר החדשות של גלי צה"ל. Join us tomorrow when we broadcast from Yom NCSY 2021. If you'd like to submit a message for an NCSYer or for anybody to include in our broadcast, email it now to nachum at nachumsegel.com. Nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at nachumsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Subject, Yom NCSY. Looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow from Israel. Meanwhile, we continue with our special encore presentation of our 10th Ab special. This is all week long, especially Friday. What's about the last few minutes before Shabbos? The last few minutes before Shabbos are so deep and so exalted. It's a little bit like Yom Kippur. It's a little bit like Sukkot and Simchus Torah, also like Shavuot. And Shabbos, I receive the Torah again. But this is what I want to share with you. The Heilige Reb Shlomo Lebobbe, when he was only a young man, maybe 16, 17 years old, or maybe even younger, went to Lezhensk, to the grave of the Holy Rabbi Lemelech, who had passed away maybe 90 years before Shlomlik came to visit Lizhansk. So Shlomlik came to Lizhansk and is asking, is there anybody still alive who saw the Holy Rabbi Ramelech? And they tell him, yes. There's an old woman here. She's 97 years old. When she was nine years old, she was a dishwasher in the house of Rabbi Melech. Oh, this is unbelievable. He says, would it be possible to see her? And the seed would say, Gewalt, for a grandson of the Holy Sons, everything is possible. Rabbi Shlomo said to her, my dear, my dear Boba, my dear sweetest lady, forgive me. for bringing you here, but I want so much to hear. Tell me anything about Rabbi Rebbe Melech. She says, you know, I'm an old woman. My memory is not so good anymore. I don't really remember so much. And Rabbi Shreimer says, I can't believe it. Rabbi Rebbe Melech, the Holy of Holies? Tell me anything, even one word, one moment of his life. began smiling to herself and she says, you know, there was one thing which I could never forget. You know, we, the people in the kitchen, you know, maybe there were hundreds of people every Shabbos, so there was a big staff in the kitchen and said, you know, we did not treat each other so good, maybe a little rough sometimes. So Friday, a few minutes before Shabbos, The Holy of Holies, the sweetest of the sweet, will come to the kitchen. 
He would stand by the door of the kitchen And this is what he would say My precious children My sweetest friends Maybe, maybe, maybe Maybe I hurt your feelings during the week Maybe I didn't treat you with enough respect Maybe I did something wrong to you I'm begging you forgive me Because how could I enter Shabbos If I heard one of you, one of you precious young people He would cry bitter tears And he would walk up to each one of us and say Please forgive me, I promise, I promise Next week I'll treat you better But then we really didn't treat each other so good we began crying, begging each other for forgiveness. And she said, Reb Schleimerlein, you think you know what Yom Kippur is? If you weren't in the kitchen of Rabbi Menech before Shabbos, you've never seen Yom Kippur. But after he came out from the kitchen, heading Rabbi Menech would go into his dining room, and there was the Rebetzin and the children. And the Heilig Abelmele would say again to his children, My sweetest, all his children, You are the greatest gift God gave me. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. Forgive me if I didn't treat you good enough Forgive me if I hurt your feelings Forgive me if I didn't take care of you The way God wants me to take care of you And he asked every one of his children With so much tears, with so much love with the children Give out, give out, give out The way Rabbi Lemayla has his children for forgiveness. But then he walked up to his holy Rabbitson. Because everybody knows on Friday before Shabbos, Adam and Eve have to fix everything which happened between them on the first Friday about the tree of knowledge and tree of life. So the Rabbi Lemayla will walk up to his Rebetzin and he would ask him for forgiveness and he would say, my holy wife, holy father of my children, I'm begging you, I'm crying before you. Forgive me, forgive me a million times. I didn't treat you the way the princess has to be treated. And Gival, Gival, the woman said, I want you to know those few minutes before Shabbos in the house of Rabbi Melech, they carry me forever. 
Some years ago, a few years ago, to marry a couple, sweet like sugar, holy like the angels in heaven, but very, very poor. And I tell you the truth, Chasne was somewhere in a loft in the village in New York, and all they had is one little jar of herring and one box of matzah. But Kevald was a joy. Behind me was a lady very, very wealthy woman. Her father is a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. And she was married for four weeks and she got divorced. This was just two weeks after the divorce and she was standing behind me. And she watched the chuppah. She says to me, you know, my father spent $35,000 just on the flowers. But there was no joy at the wedding. And here there's just a little bit herring and matzah. Ah, oh, such a holy simcha. But anyway, this couple was so special. But now, Bokshem, they have two children. And I met them a few months later, and she told me the story. She said, I want you to know we had Shiva Bokhas every night. Then the last night of Shiva Bokhas, late at night, we had Shiva Bokhas in the Bronx. New York and we are going back on the way to Brooklyn and you know if some of you know the subway in New York it's 72nd Street and the next stop express stop is 42nd Street and the whole time my husband was telling me I love you so much and it really doesn't matter if we are rich or not but you know something he says to her tonight I wish I would be rich because the shareboards are over. It's just you and I. I wish we had enough money to go to a beautiful hotel and spend a few days together. He said, I wish I would be rich. And she says, to tell you the truth, I just want tear in my eye. And I said to my husband, you know something? I wish I would be rich. Okay, it's 72nd Street. The door opens. And a black brother walks in, a good man, a little drunk. And he sits down next to them. And he says, Hey, what's going on here? He says, Are you married? Or are you just fooling around? He says, No, we just got married. Ah, oh, he says, It's kind of proud. Kinda makes me kind of feel good. And then he says, I wish I would have been at the wedding. And he talks to them. But before you look around, it's 42nd Street. And he says, I'm leaving. Walks up to the door. And one split second before the door closed, he threw an envelope into her hand. The door closed and he was gone. It was thousand dollars cash. 
Andean. JM in the AM. You are listening to the stories of Reb Shlomo Kalbach here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmtheam.org. It's a JM in the AM 10th of Av special. We call it that because we, uh, uh, whenever the 10th of Av is a, um, is a Wednesday, well, whenever the 10th of Av is a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Oh, I don't know. Do we do that on Friday? I'm not sure. <laughs> Whenever it's on a Wednesday, for sure, we present the stories of Reb Shlomo Kalbach as we start transitioning into our regular format. And I thank you for joining us, everybody. We'll do uh, the Schwarzer Wolf story later on in the uh, 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JM in the AM. 10th of August, 10th of Av, with 71 degrees, mostly sunny, and a high temperature of 87. Yerushalayim's at 88. Our friends at Kamisura are waking up to 60 degrees. We'll be up there later doing a webcast. It's really a... A very cool day for us because it's a big transition day. And in the old days, before the web existed, we didn't have an opportunity to transition everybody into our regular format. Today we do. At 12 noon today, in fact, Yossi's Wag is going to begin an a cappella live lunch. At 1 o'clock, it'll turn into a regular music live lunch and a rockin' live lunch for sure. Uh, that'll be on the stream. Make sure you're tuned in at jmtheam.org to our stream. That'll continue until 2.30. At 2.30, I should be up at Camp Misora already. We'll webcast from what is being called a Hanukkah in August day up at Camp Misora. We'll be doing that from 2.30 until 4.30 city time. If you want to get a special message, an email to a camper or staff member up in Misora to include in our webcast, no problem. Just send it to us by email, nachum at wfmu.org, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at wfmu.org. O-R-G. In addition to that, keep in mind you can follow all of today's proceedings on the web by uh, heading to Facebook to our update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. That's Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. And, of course, Twitter, Tall Jewish Radio, Tall Jewish Radio. Make sure you have our iPhone app installed in your iPhone, iPad, iPod. This way you could listen no matter where you are, if you're on vacation, if you're around the world, if you're up in the Catskills, no matter where you are, you'll be able to tune in to us it's very easy to get our iPhone app. Go to the uh, iPhone app store on your phone and search the words WFMU Jewish Music. The only app that will come up will be our amazing free app. Install it and get ready. I'll be listening to the live lunch on the way up to Misora, and I cannot wait. It is the most unbelievable way to tune in uh, to the live lunch or to any of our great stream programming. The big news is, of course, what's happening tomorrow at JM and the AM. I've been hinting to a big announcement, and finally... Uh, late Monday night, we got the word that 8th Day will be joining us tomorrow here at JM and the AM. 8th Day will be at JM and the AM tomorrow. We are calling it a live music alert Thursday. Make sure to be uh, with us tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. 8th Day visits JM and the AM tomorrow morning. And um, it should be great. Hey, they're a much-sought-after group, and we've got them tomorrow morning right here on this great radio broadcast. Keep in mind, by the way, as we mentioned earlier, that 8th Day's schedule for tomorrow night has opened up. 8th Day is available tomorrow night in the New York area. If you want your camp or your organization to be treated to some 8th Day, just call Ellie Katz at 201-259-2240, 2240. They join us at JM in the AM tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, and we can't wait. We'll try to do some live music. We'll try to do your phone calls, talk about their CDs, etc. 
Should be a lot of fun. So can't miss over this afternoon on the web. Make sure to join us on the stream, jmtheam.org. Eighth day tomorrow morning, a great Thursday with our live lunch and much, much more as we really rev up our schedule post-three weeks here at JM in the AM. The stories of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach are focused this morning at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmintheam.org. So here we are back. Yohan and me and Simchan B'Tzalem. I want to tell you some good stories. You know what it is? Everybody needs one time in his life to be touched. When you see people who are a little bit maybe not so good, you know what the problem is? Nothing has touched their heart yet. But just wait, wait, wait. So this is Moshe Leganev. Measure bush by the holy but Shemtiv. Yet the holiest, loftiest, most glorious students, but also one of them. One of his followers, his chassid, was Moshe Leganov. The simple thief, his profession was stealing, but after he became a follower of the holy but Shem, he changed his whole ways. He didn't steal from the poor anymore, only from the rich. But whenever he was just nearly caught, the police was on his tail, he would run into the Holy Baal Shem Tov. He would run to the synagogue and look for his holy master. And he would say, Hey, Rabbi, the police is looking for me. Please, make them forget. And the Holy Baal Shem would put his holy hands and Moshe Leganov's head. And he would walk out happy and the police would never look for him again. Time goes by and Moshe Leganov lives the happy life of a thief. Whenever he is nearly caught, he runs to the Holy Vashem, the Vashem to blesses him. And he's not even careful anymore when it comes to stealing because he knows the Vashem to always will get me out. So now everybody knows that the Holy Vashem to pass away on Shurs. You know what Moshe's dream was? Because even between you and me, how rich are the rich people in Mezhebush, right? I know how poor the poor are, they have nothing. But the rich, how much can you steal? Ten rubles, five rubles? So Moshe had an unbelievable dream. One time in his life, he really wants to steal something solid. Some big stuff. So a few days before Shurus, Moshe was told the most unbelievable news that a relative of the Tsar is carrying with some 30,000 rubles from a certain city to St. Petersburg. And 30,000 rubles in those days was a fortune. Okay, Moshe organized everything. He knew exactly the day is coming. He knew already the, exactly the room he would stay at night. He got himself ladders. He organized all the thieves should be there. Somehow he climbed so the window got the 30,000 rubles and when they got down they were so happy all the thieves were dancing they were not afraid the police because of Shem to fool okay it didn't take long the whole city knew Moshe Leganov's stole 30,000 rubles and the relative of the Tsar he really he says this time I'm, I'm not going to let it pass I want the thief to give me back the 30,000 rubles Moshe was not afraid. It was two days after Shavuos. He walks into the smelters and says, 
I need the machine to badly the police is on my tail. He looked at their faces. They were also sad. He said, what happened? Said, Don't you know? Don't you know? The Holy World Shem is not in this world anymore. There's a darkness in the world. Ah, Gewalt, did he feel it? It was so clear to him, Gewalt. What a friend I had. What a rabbit, because Moishali knew you're not permitted to steal, and yet the Holy Bad Shemtev had so much patience for him. He says, Isn't there anybody else like the Bad Shem? Didn't he leave any successor? And one of his holy students, who was very holy, but maybe in relationship to people, he was too strict. Someone says to him, Yes, here in the corner is the Heilige Tallest Yaakov Yosef. But everybody knows he was very strict. He runs up to him and he says, Holy Master, please, I want you to know I'm a follower of the Holy Balshem. And whenever I steal the Balshem to blesses me, the police shouldn't find me or should forget about it. I stole 30,000 votes. Please bless me fast. He says, What? Are you crazy or something? I should bless somebody who steals. Get out of here fast before I throw you out with my own hands. You know, he was holy, but he was not the Vashemtov. He had nowhere to go, he was afraid. He ran to the cemetery, found the new grave of the Holy Vashem, and he threw himself on the grave. And he began crying and he said, Hey, Liga Vashemtov, holy master. Do you know that everybody wants to be a rebel master of good people? Everybody wants to be a teacher of holy people. But you, you were so godlike, you were so holy. You were also the rebel of thieves. But I'm asking you, how could you leave this world? How could you forget about us? You've seen him. You thieves. He was crying so much. He fell asleep. And in his dream he saw the holy Balshem. The Balshem says, Marshall, I want you to know your prayer shook heaven. Because it's so true. wants to deal with good people but who wants to be a rebel of thieves who has a heart for, pe for people who are maybe not so good but let me tell you he says don't ever think that in the last moment in my life I thought of you Marshall Ganev and I appointed my holy grandson of He should be the rapper of all the thieves of the world. But no more shall I tell you. You know, from Mezhebush to Sadikov is just a few kilometers. 
says, when you wake up, run fast to my grandson. And you know what you do. But Shemba says here, Moshe, listen to me. Every Friday night, I teach my grandson the way they're learning the portion of the week in paradise. Just him and I know that. Let me teach you the way they're learning the portion of the week in paradise. And he will know that only I could have sent you. Moshe woke up. He ran to Rebbe Freim and he says, Rebbe, I have to talk to you private. They went to a room and he began reciting the Torah from paradise. Rebbe Freim blessed him. The police forgot that Moshe should have stole it. But this is not the end of the story. You know, after Moshe heard the Torah from paradise, he couldn't be a thief anymore. In fact, he became so holy, so exalted, that the Heilige Befreim appointed him to be his successor. And you know, friends, we don't know his name. Chassidim didn't want to tell that this big rabbi began his career as one of the thieves of the Heilige Baal Shem A.M. The great stories of Reb Shlomo Kalbach here on a Wednesday morning. It's the 10th of Av, day after Tisha B'Av. I hope your fast was meaningful, was uh, was easy, fast, etc. Please keep in mind, Dvorah Malka Baschancha for a Refuah Shlema. Dvorah Malka Baschancha for a Refuah Shlema. Please keep in mind, Moshe Binyamin Ben Ruth for a Refuah Shlema. Moshe Binyamin Ben Ruth. And we thank you for that. Please keep in mind Malka Bas Rifka for Rufur Shlema. Malka Bas Rifka. And we thank you for that as well. JM in the AM, 7.30 in the morning on a Wednesday with 71 degrees. Tomorrow it's 8th day, live music alert Thursday. 8th day, live in our studio tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Later today, our transition live lunch with Yossi Zweig from acapella to regular music format. That'll be between 12 and 2.30. At 2.30, we start our webcast from Camp Missora. We'll be up there this afternoon. Make sure to tune in. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. On Twitter, it's Tall Jewish Radio. And we'll give you updates throughout the day. If you want to get us an email to uh, use during our webcast today as we uh, speak to our friends at Camp Missora, maybe you have an email for a camper or a staff member, uh, send it to nachum at wfmu.org, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at wfmu.org. 7.30 in the morning for Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in Shayo, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, Yoimar Lokechem. Comfort, comfort my people, says Hashem. Speak consolingly of Yerushalayim and proclaim to her, that the period of exile has been completed.
Our Chachom stayed in Brachos, Bemokim Shabale Tshuva Oimdin, in the position that people who do Tshuva can achieve, even the completely righteous cannot access. To elucidate this statement, the Koch of Miyakov gives a parable. The daughter of a very wealthy family was marrying a simple Bachar from a small neighboring village. The only stipulation the rich man made was that the father of the Chosun should get a suitable, respectable wardrobe for his son, as befits the husband of a woman that comes from a well-to-do family. The father of the Chosun, of course, he tried his best to comply with the request. The day before the wedding, the Chosun arrived in town with his family, and they stayed overnight at the local inn. The next day, the rich man accompanied by his large family, they were all dressed in their beautiful and expensive wedding finery, stopped in to see the Chosun in his family. The Chosun and their family were greatly distressed. The father explained that that night, robbers had stolen the Chosun's luggage, which contained all the clothing and the belongings. The father of the Kali immediately reassured them. He sent his servants out to buy a splendid wardrobe for the Chosun. After the beautifully majestic chuppah, the rich man tendered a huge suda. The participants at the simcha noticed that the father of the chosun was crying. You have been zoichet to marry your son to the daughter of a very well-established family. Why are you so troubled? This is an occasion of great simcha. The mechotin replied, Don't you understand? Haven't you heard that all the clothing that I bought from my son was stolen? They asked him, Why are you so upset about that? The father of the Kala already replaced the clothing, which are even better than the originals. But the father of the Chosun still was inconsolable. He said, why would I need his presence in Chesed for that? I already possess those things. The audience, of course, laughed at him. They tried to explain to him how foolish he was being, how great his fortune was. You believe that you already owned all that you needed. Don't you realize what you had in your luggage wasn't even appropriate for the standards of such well-to-do people. When they would have seen the clothing you purchased, they would have found them to be sorely lacking. Now that they have expended the money and they bought a new wardrobe for your son, you can rest assured that he won't lack for anything. This is the message of Hashem. All of his life, the tzaddik amasses mitzvah samasim tovim, good deeds, to take along with him to the Olam Ha'emes. After 120 years, when he comes up to heaven, the Bezin Shalmaila, the heavenly court, assesses all his mitzvah samasim tovim and find them to be deficient. This is because of the diktuk of each mitzvah. The careful observation of mitzvahs has no defined limit. However, the one who has done tshuva has cast off his former averis. In turn, Hashem has given him a new wardrobe, like it says in Masech Yuma, Gedoyle tshuva, how great is tshuva, that the individual's averis, his sins, are converted to merits. These new clothes of merits, which have been fashioned directly by Hashem, are of the highest level of perfection. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Hi, this is Nahum Siegel, and you're listening to an encore presentation of the Jam in the AM 10th of Av special, as we feature stories of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach. Join us tomorrow when we broadcast from Yom and CSY 2021. If you'd like to submit a message for an NCSYer or for anybody to include in our broadcast, 
Email it now to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Subject, Yom NCSY. Looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow from Israel. Meanwhile, we continue with our special encore presentation of our 10th of special. My friend Yaron and I, Shlomo, we are sitting here in the house of my friend Simcha and my friend Betzalel. Tell you the sweetest stories in the world. You know, my beautiful friends, the older you get, the less stories you tell. Have you ever noticed people don't tell stories anymore? You know, for me. Person is somebody who's telling stories. An old man is somebody who stopped telling stories long ago. No friends have Nachman says, the Holy Master have Nachman says, when you dream, when you dream. Stories. So this is for my children, for my sweetest Nishamala, and for my sweetest Dari. Someday you, together with all the children of the world, you'll have your own children. I want you to know I remember, I remember Every minute of my life The moments when I told my children's stories And 
This is what the Holy Vision says. The Torah, the five books of Moses. The heart of the heart, the soul of the soul of the Jewish people. It's only stories. Because the master of the world, God in heaven, is the best storyteller in the world. privilege to give you're so close to God I'd like to share a few stories with you Yanni Shamandari I told you that my father Yosede he was telling stories all the time And this is one of the stories from his holy mouth a lot of times it's a true story in the old cemetery in Krakow and I had the privilege to be there what a place so holy so awesome So sad and yet so full of life. It sounds like the darkest night and it's heaven. Under a tree outside the cemetery, there is a lonely grave and it says, Bainit Manyasale comes in Kodesh. Here lies Yosemite, the holy miser. You hear children? What a gravestone. Here lies Yosemite, the holy miser. It was 1550. We were so persecuted. We were so poor. We lived in the, in the ghetto in Krakow. But there was one rich Jew... His name was Yosselin. But he was the greatest miser in the world. His whole life, he never gave one penny to one Jew. And you know something? He must have a heart of stone. You know, my beautiful friends, a miser is not part of the world. 
Because the world is created by God. If you're not giving, you're not part of society. Who would say good shabbos to him? Who would bless him as a good year? When Yosela walks the streets, people throw stones at him and call him a dirty miser. One day the burial society was told Yosela is dying. They rushed to his bedside and they said, Yosela, you never gave a single penny to the poor. It's your last chance. Give us thousand rubles. That will be the money for your grave and we will give it to the poor. But Yosela, obviously at the heart of stone, he says, I cannot afford more than 50 rubles. They got so angry at him and they said, Yosela, you can't take the one with you anyway. But he says, no, I'm not giving more than 50. They said, okay, Yosela, we are not going to bury you. He just smiled and he says, I'll bury myself. I did a lot of things by myself. They said, if you don't give a thousand rubles, we will not bury you. They got up to walk out. At that moment, was his end. He said, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu, Hashem Echon. God is one. But it was so ugly because they thought, I guess he's thinking about the money he saved. They walked out and they kept their word. Yosela died Sunday night. They didn't bury him on Monday. They didn't bury him on Tuesday. They didn't bury him Wednesday all day. Wednesday night, one of his neighbors decided we can't let him lie there. He has a wife and children. After midnight, not to be noticed, single-handed, he threw Yosele on a wagon, drove out to the cemetery, buried him outside the cemetery under a tree. So you think this is the end of the story? Open your hearts, friends. Yosele, Yosele. At the time of Yosele, the chief rabbi of Krakow was one of the great Kabbalists, one of the holy of holiest, and his name was that common. Late Thursday night, a poor man knocked on his door and he said, Rep, come and give me some money to buy food for the holy Shabbos, the covered Shabbos. Abkama says, I'll be so happy to give you some money, but why today? I know you for so long, you never asked me. And he says, Rep, come and I want you to know. For 20 years, for 20 years, I don't have a job, can't make a living. But every Thursday morning, every Thursday morning, 
knock on the door the poor man says Rebbe give me money for Shabbos where were you last week huh for the last 10 years every Thursday morning under my broken door there's an envelope there's two rubles that night all the poor people came and everybody told of that envelope was five rubles another envelope was two rubles and the envelope was ten rubles the covered shamans join me all of you with all your hearts So broken. Kano was so broken. We didn't even bury him. But above all, he says to the poor people, I don't understand. How did he know you so well? They want to give two rubles, they want to give five, they want to give two. So this is what they told him. Every poor man once in his life thought, maybe I'll get through to Yoselin. So every one of the poor people At one time, at one time in their life They knocked on the door of Yosselin And Yosselin the Holy Miser Opens the door with so much love So much sweetness They open their hearts And Yosselin said, please sit down and tell me everything Take a pencil and a paper and write down What's your name and sweetest yid? What's your name? He would say, my name is Avremale What do you do, Avremale? I'm a water carrier What street do you live on? would write it down How many children do you have? I have ten children Oh, Avremale, my heart is bleeding for you must be starving how much do you need a week to live and Abraham and I would say if you only have a heart please give me five couples every week to keep my children alive Yosel would bring in some wine and some cake talk about everything in the world and suddenly like he got crazy 
Yosla was a strong person and picked up Avremele and threw him down the steps and he says, don't you ever dare coming back. You really think I'm crazy? You think I, Yosla, will give you my precious money? Get away from here. Avremele would go home and tell his wife he is crazy. But Thursday night, Thursday morning, there was an envelope under Vremel in the water carrier's door to keep his children alive. Kalman was beside himself. Kalman was crying. He says to the poor people, Rabbi Yossele supported all of us. He kept all of you poor people alive. We didn't bury him. And your children, whom he kept alive, would throw stones at him wherever he walks. Kalman announced on Shabbos this Sunday, be a fast day. Everyone has to be here to ask Yossele for forgiveness. Community came all day Sunday. They were crying, Yosele, holy miser, Yosele, forgive me, Yosele, bless me. Just about sunset, Rabkama says to the people, I have a feeling we didn't reach him yet. Rabkama opened the holy ark and he yelled and he cried from the deepest depths of his heart and he says, Yosele. fell to the floor and people thought God forbid he had a heart attack but he was just asleep and in his dream he saw Yosele but not the way he is here but the way he's shining up there in heaven and Yosele says them come and please tell all my brothers and sisters to go home there's no need to ask me for forgiveness I wanted it this way. They wanted to have the privilege to give us up anybody knowing, only the one, the one who knows everything I wanted him to know. Please tell the poor people, I thank everyone who ever came to my house to visit me. Thank you so much for pouring out your heart to me. And please tell them I'm here in paradise. I'm sitting next to Father Abraham, next to Holy Mother Sarah. I have everything, but there's one thing I need. There's one thing I'm missing. I would give up all of paradise for just one more Thursday morning. They know poor people in heaven. No broken doors in heaven. They are not envelopes look over chambers. Tell the poor people I miss them. 
come and says, Yosele, how did it feel to be buried all by yourself? Haha, <laughs> Yosele smiled. I'm coming. Believe me, I was not alone. Avram Avinu, Yitzhak Avinu, Yaakov Avinu, the four holy mothers, Moshiach, Yosef, David, they were all there. King David walked behind me playing a song. Eliyonovi, Eliyoratishvil, Yogilodi, held a candle in front of me. This is Nahum Siegel, and you're listening to an encore presentation of the JM and the AM 10th of Av special, as we feature stories of Reb Shlomo Kalbach. Join us tomorrow when we broadcast from Yo NCSY 2021. If you'd like to submit a message for an NCSYer or for anybody to include in our broadcast, email it now to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Subject, Yom NCSY. Looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow from Israel. Meanwhile, we continue with our special encore presentation of our 10th of special. JM and the AM, the stories of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach dominating our 10th of Av presentation, as is our tradition here at JM and the AM. And I thank you all for tuning in and being part of this amazing Radio broadcast. It's Wednesday, the tenth of August, and the tenth of Av, day after Tisha B'av. Hope your fast went well. It was easy and meaningful. I did not make it over to the uh, Isaiah Wall yesterday for Mincha, but I hear an amazing crowd did. The uh, weather kept us away, and then uh, then we found out afterwards that a scaffolding was there on the spot for whatever reason, and that protected everybody. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I should have scouted out the location in advance. So Yeshikach to everybody who was there. And participated 71 degrees outside with mostly sunny weather and a high temperature of 87. Yushalayim's at 88. Up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Masora have 60 degrees, heading up to 79 with an afternoon thunderstorm. And we'll be there this afternoon. We have a, an amazing schedule for today. If you're listening to the stream, and I certainly hope you will be all day long, you'll be hearing a cappella selections until 1 o'clock. In fact, Yossi's Weig will wrap up our three weeks format between noon and 1 during the live lunch. And then... At 1 p.m., he's got quite a plan. In fact, we, we just updated Facebook and Twitter to reflect that plan. Today, during the live lunch, starting at 1 o'clock, uh, Yossi Zweig will present the title track from the brand-new Nochi Krohn Band, volume number 2, Banai album, coming next week. Yoni Stern, brand-new. That's an album that should be in the stores today. A Simcha with Nacha single, which is being released this coming Saturday night, Matzei Shabbos Nachamu, the song off of Lipa Schmelzer, the single entitled Libe Forever, uh, Aryeh Kunstler unplugged Nachamu, which should be a free download on his Facebook page. And, of course, he says Yalili as well. So a big live lunch coming up. That'll go until about 2.30 Eastern time this afternoon. At 2.30, I'll be up at Camp Masora, and we'll be doing a web show from about 2.30 to 4.30 
up in camp. If you have a special email or message you want us to bring with us and include in our web show this afternoon, nachum at wfmu.org, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at wfmu.org. Utilize that email address, put Camp Misora in the subject line, and we'll try to get your messages uh, onto the show this afternoon. So a web show from Misora coming up today. Tomorrow morning, big, big Jewish music news. We keep talking about it on our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. We keep updating Twitter, Tall Jewish Radio. The news, of course, is that eighth day, it's a live music alert Thursday, eighth day in our studio tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., appropriately enough, right here at JM in the AM. It'll be a big Thursday with a live lunch and more. It starts with eighth day live in studio tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. And as we mentioned earlier, I got a message from Ellie Katz that eighth day who are in from the uh, West Coast are available tomorrow night. If your camp or uh, organization wants them tomorrow night, no problem. Speak to Ellie Katz, 201 201- 259-2240-201-259-2240. So big news, and of course, uh, eighth day being here tomorrow is a very, very big deal for everybody as we get ready to Yalili, take your phone calls, uh, talk about the CDs and more here at JM in the AM. Should be very interesting. Stories of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach, including Schwarzer Wolf, between now and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Live lunch will start a cappella style at 12 noon on the stream at jmtheam.org. And then Yassi Zweig will transition to our regular music format. And we will be up at Camp Missora live on the stream starting at 2.30 Eastern Time this afternoon. Tune in from around the world. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. So you hear Nishomal and Dar, you hear all the children, all of you. This is not the end of the story. This was 1550, 1974. I received an invitation to represent the Jewish religion at an meeting somewhere in the Midwest. It was so beautiful. The conference was supposed to last for one week. And every religion has one night to host all the other religions. And since the Jewish religion is maybe the oldest, they give us the honor of being the host the first night. The rabbi in that city happens to be a very wonderful rabbi. He organized a kosher meal all the members of the conference was so much love in the air so much sweetness so much respect before each other I noticed the bishop and he came with his assistant bishop and he told me my name is Joe there was something so special about him he was shining I wanted to tell a Siddish story, but I decided to tell the story of Yasala, the holy miser. Since I heard it from my father, let me give it over to them. I told the story of Yasala, the holy miser. So many tears. 
The next day the Catholics were supposed to be the hosts, but something went wrong with the kitchen and the church, and they asked the rabbi to have another kosher meal. But I was not the host, so I was sitting in a corner. Joe, the assistant bishop, came up to me and he says, I want you to know, the story you told yesterday was so beautiful. The bishop couldn't sleep all night. And I, I'll never be able to tell you how much it means to me. But please, the bishop invites you to tell the story one more time. I told the story again and again. The eyes were filled with tears. Her heart was filled with depths. I was there for a whole week. The last night I gave a concert for the whole university. A second before I go on stage, Joe the bishop comes to me and I saw he's beside himself. He was crying. He says, please don't think I'm crazy. But I must hear the story one more time. I promise after the concert, I will tell you my story. Join me, da-da-da. about 5,000 students at the concert and I'm sure everyone was a few inches closer to heaven then he told the story of Yossel and the Holy Miser and again there was an ocean of tears I'll never forget it as long as I live after the concert Joe, the assistant bishop and myself we went for a long walk we walked for a long time in silence. Suddenly, Joe the bishop stopped and he says, I'm sorry to tell you, I was lying to you. My name is not Joe. My name is Yosele from Krakow. I want you to know Mother was found half dead in Dachau. An American soldier took a liking to her, took her with him to America, he cured her, and then he married her under the condition that she'll never tell the children that she is Jewish. 
My father is a very devout Catholic, so you see, I'm an assistant bishop. A few weeks ago, my mother called me and she says, The doctor gave me three more days to live. I'm very sick. Please come immediately. I cannot leave this world until I tell you my story. Came to her bedside. And this is what she said. Forgive me. I was lying to you. Your name is Nacho. Your name is Yorsele from Krakow. After my holy father, Kajnitz Achosid, the holy of holiest, one of the richest Jews in Krakow. His house was like the house of Abraham. Poor people ate there, they lived there, they gave everything away. And we are descendants. Of Yasaleh, the holy miser. And my father was named after Yasaleh. Yasaleh from Krakow. For three days, my mother told me everything what she knew, but even what she didn't know. She told me how holy it is to be a Jew. She told me Shabbos and Yontem, Yem Kippur, Semustara. She told me all about my Zede, about my grandfather, about my grandmother. She told me everything there is and everything there isn't. After three days she left the world. She held my hand and she said, Joe, don't forget, you're not Joe. You're young. He says to me, I was so torn apart. Didn't know what to do with myself anymore. On one hand, I'm Joe the Bishop. But I'm also Yosele from Krakow. Here I am, a devout Catholic. This is my career, I put my whole life into it. But yet I'm not a Catholic, I'm a Jew. I didn't know what to do with myself. Two weeks ago I was up all night begging before God, before the only one. And this is what I said. Master of the world, give me a sign what you want me to be. And I said, if someone comes to me and just says the words, Yosela from Krakow, That'll be my sign that you want me to be a Jew. Can you imagine this? Here I'm coming to this ecumenical meeting, and the first thing I hear is Yosele from Krakow. Yosele from Krakow. He says, Sweat you. I saw my holy mother standing behind you. I could see her tears flowing over your forehead. And when you said the story, Yosele from Krakow, I knew. My mother reminding me that I'm not Joe anymore. 
I'm your silicone cuckoo. He put his hand in his pocket, he pulled out a ticket. It says New York to Lviv. He says tomorrow morning at dawn I'm leaving. I'm not taking anything with me. I'm flying to New York, New York to Lviv. You will not hear from me for a long time because they know my father will call the international police to look for me. I don't, I don't ever want my father to know that my mother told me that she's Jewish because he really did save her life. But one thing I promise you, the one, the only one, who give me the privilege to marry you, Shalim, the holy city. The night before the wedding, I will go to the holy wall. And I will write you a letter. Whenever I came through Shalim, I'm looking for Joe the bishop, but how could I recognize him? I'm sure by now he has a beard and payers, and he doesn't have a big cross hanging down his neck anymore. Couldn't find him. 1979. So many years later, one day I'm going to my office and I'm holding a letter in my hands. On one side it says my name, on the other side it says Yossele from Krakow. Now Yerushalayim, the holy city. I'll be shaking until Mashiach is coming, just remembering when I opened the letter. And this is what it says to my friend and brother Shlomo. Thank you for all eternity to remind me that I am not Joe, that I am Yosalev from Krakow. Did you know I look like Mercedes? I learn Torah like Mercedes. I have pears in a beard like Mercedes. I have tzitzis like Mercedes. I love Shabbos like Mercedes. Tomorrow night I'll marry a girl who in my dreams looks like my bubba. So holy, so beautiful. A heart of gold And here I'm by the holy wall It's four o'clock in the morning And I'm writing to you to thank you Let me bless you To remind all the Joes You're not Joe This is I, Yosele from Krakow. Turning to God. The night is so dark and so full of light. By the holy wall. In the holy city, Yerushalayim.
The stories of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach and our 10th of Av special here at JM in the AM. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Schwarzer Wolf is next. If you're waiting for the uh, Kalbach classic, one of the most amazing stories ever, it's coming up. It's Wednesday with 71 degrees, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 87. Join us on our uh, Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. That is a uh, very effective way of being up to date on what's happening. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Tall Jewish Radio, all through the day, including during Yossi's Wags Live Lunch and uh, our webcast from Camp Missouri. We will be webcasting from Camp Missouri today. All through the uh, day, we'll be updating on both of those uh, methods or with both those methods. The big Jewish music news, of course, is the live music alert Thursday, eighth day in our studio tomorrow. I told you that we were anticipating a big announcement regarding Thursday. We finally have got it. Eighth day in our studio tomorrow. Make sure to be tuned in. It's going to be amazing. Um, so make sure you are tuned in. Eighth day tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. They'll be live in studio, and we are very much looking forward to it. That is for sure. The Kalbach Classic, Schwarze Wolf, is next. More coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmtheam.org. And keep in mind, this coming Monday, our Tuba'av special will be hosted by Robert Katz. Robert Katz, a Tuba'av special this Monday at JM in the AM. So much sweetest friends, everyone in the world. Heard of the Kajnitsa Magi, the holy, the exalted, the deep, the tremendous. May his memory be a blessing for all of Israel. One day, one day, the rabbi of a city, maybe Chanstakov came to him. And he said, Holy Rabbi, I'm married for 18 years. God has not blessed us yet with children. Please, Holy Rabbi, Holy Master, pray for us. Bless us with children. And the Kojus Samagi closed his holy eyes. I said to him, my dear friend, I'm sorry, all the gates of heaven are closed. The rabbi of Jezebel began to cry. And he knew what it means to leave this world with such a man. He said, rabbi, I can't that nobody in the world can open 
the gates of heaven. My dear Rabbi, do you know by any chance in your city there is a Yiddele by the name Schwarzewolf? Schwarzewolf, the most obnoxious Jew in the whole city, disgusting, vulgar. Nobody wants to talk to him. When he walks into shul, everybody moves away. Yes, that's him. He is the head of the 36th Siddiquim. In his hands, the seven and a If you can get invited by him for one Shabbat, and he can bless you, he's the only one, he's the only one. For whom all the gates of heaven are open. You know, friends, what it means to go to Lamedov Tzaddik, the Holy of Holies, the deepest of the deep. So the Rabbi of Shenstrov came home, he prepared himself, he recited the Psalms, and Mamaj repented, and he promised God everything in the world. The Schwarze Wolf lives in the forest, he's a woodchopper. So he thought the only way of being really making sure I'm invited for Shabbos, I knock on his door two minutes before Shabbos, I'll tell him I got lost in the forest and he has to invite me. Two minutes before Shabbos, the Yidel of this rabbi knocks on the door of the Schwarze Wolf. And here, my dear friends, I want you to concentrate in the deepest way. You know, the Lamed of Tzaddikim are so holy and so real. They are absolutely your mirror. If you look at them and they look obnoxious, because you're obnoxious. If you look at them and you think they're ugly, Gewalt, are you ugly? If you look at them and you see how holy they are, because you are so holy, So, the rabbi of Chancellor knocks on the door of the Schwarze Wolf and the most ugly woman in the world, obnoxious really, with the most vulgar language, the most disgusting curses, opens the door and curses him out before she even talks to him. And he says, please invite me for Shabbos. I'm lost in the forest. I can't make it back to the city anymore. And let me not tell you what she said. He says, please, please, please. And she tries to slam the door in his face. He's very fast. He puts his foot in the door. He has a look in the house. And those children, really, he has never seen such obnoxious looking children. And usually children look beautiful, but they're terrible. But you know what? He knows it's him. Gewalt is he far away. Gewalt, Gewalt, is he far away? She says to him, listen, my dear friend, if my husband comes home and he finds you here, you'll never see daylight again. He will kill you with his own hands. The only thing I can suggest to you, if you want to stay in the stable, we have a horse there, just do your thing and don't dare opening the door to our house. For all cases, 
He had two candles with him and a little challah and fish. And you know, sweetest friends, obviously the Lamed of Tzaddikim don't go to shul. I hate to say bad things, but some of the shuls are really no. I can understand why the Lamed of Tzaddikim don't daven there. But the Lamed of Tzaddikim have their own minion. Late, late at night, the Schwarze Wolf came home and he could hear the heavy steps. He could hear him talking to his wife. The door opens, and if the Schwarze Wolf ever looked gruesome, it was that night. It was frightening. He walks up to him and he says to him, Listen, my dear brother, if you dare opening the door to my house, I'm killing you with my own hands. And one second after Shabbos, I want you to disappear from my stable. Slams the door. To make it very short, sweetest friends, open your hearts again. He couldn't sleep Friday night. Can you imagine Schwarzenbuch is next door? All he needs is one blessing. And he can't go in. Shabbos morning early, he heard the Schwarzenbuch going back to Darwin in the forest. Late afternoon, he came back. He's trying to do tshuva, he's thinking, Rabbi Shem, I promise you, but there comes a point he doesn't have anything to say to God anymore. And it's getting later and later. Suddenly he looks out of the window of the stable. There are three stars on the sky. Shabbos is over. And he knows my life is over. It looks to me, God forbid, I'll never have children. But suddenly he remembered there is one more, one more who can open all the gates. There is somebody, somebody. Somewhere, somewhere, so close and so far, can do everything. He fell to the ground. And for the first time in his life, Imamish prayed to God, please let me have children. At that moment, at that moment he felt the softest hand on your head on his head he looked up it was a schwarze wolf shining like the high priest on young kipper and he said to him my dearest sweetest friend Come in and join me for Shola Shudders for the third me here. And whatever the rabbi of Chenstochov thought the holy Besam Mikdash would look like, believe me, the house of the Schwarze Wolf was even more holy. 
And the wife of the Schwarze Wolf who looked so ugly yesterday, she was so exquisitely beautiful. And the children goes without saying, they were all little high priests. And the Schwarze Wolf says, I know what you came for, and I bless you to have a son. I have only one request. Please call him Schwarze Wolf after me. And you know, his first reaction was, but you're alive, how can I call my son after you when you're alive? But the awe was, was no time to ask. After Havdole, he left, went home to his wife and he told her, I got the blessing from the Schwarze Wolf. The next morning he goes to shul. After the davening is over, he sees there's a commotion in the synagogue, the shamas, walks around, everyone asking everyone for favors, and nobody wants to do it. He calls the shaman and says, what's going on here? He says, oh, somebody died, and just nobody wants to go to the funeral. Well, he says, who died? The Schwarze Wolf. The Holy of Holies. The deepest of the deep, the most precious of all precious. The shaman says, nobody wants to go to the funeral. Gewalt. He ran up to the beam and he yelled from the deepest depths of his being, Yidin. Do you know who he was? Do you know that he was the head of the Lamed of Siddiquim? that he was Mamish, the holiest person of our generation. We never said Kachavas to him. We never gave him an Aliyah. We laughed at him. Listen to me, friends. This was 180 years ago. A long time after many tears after a lot of Jewish blood after 1944 the Holy Rebbe of Bells came to this holy land and the first Shabbos in Tel Aviv everybody knows in Bells People put bottles of wine and be on the table. Everybody gets a glass of wine. You walk up to the rabbi, tell him your name and your father's name or your mother's name. And the rabbi blesses you. There was an old Yidale, very old Yidale, and two people were holding him. He made his way to the Belzer rabbi. And the Belzer rabbi says to him, My precious brother, what is your name? And he says, my name is Schwarze Wolf, Ben Chana. The Belt Rebbe says to him, are you the grandson of the first Schwarze Wolf who was called after the Lamed Wolf Tzadik? And he says, Rebbe, 
you know the story? And the Belder Rebbe says, yes, Heliger Schwarzerwohl. I know the story, but nobody ever will remember unless you do me a favor. And he said to the Eden, please lift up this old Yidale. He was maybe 100 years old. Lift him up and sit him on the table. Let him tell all the Eden who are here. So in order that the story should be remembered. You know, my most darling friends, I had the privilege of hearing the story from a person who was the first Friday night in Bells. This is not the end yet. Five years ago, five years ago, I had the privilege of giving a concert in Old Sham in Tel Aviv. And out of nowhere, I remember the story of the Schwarzerwald, and I told the story to the people. Suddenly in the last row, in the last row, somebody begins to wave his hand. And he says to the people, I want you to know, I want you to know. There's a little boy in my class in Bnei Brak. His name is Schwarzerwald. And he's named after his Elter, Elter Seide, the Schwarze Wolf, who told the story to the Belzerebbe. Good Shabbos, good Yom Tev, good Yom Tev, good Shabbos. I'm begging you, please promise me, keep on telling the story. Keep on remembering the Schwarze Wolf. You know, sweetest friends in Yerushalayim, do you know how many Schwarze Wolves are walking around on the street? And I always know inside of me, when you walk in Yerushalayim, you must see some real obnoxious people. You never know. Never know. Hi, this is Nahum Siegel, and you're listening to an encore presentation of the JM and the AM 10th of Av special, as we feature stories of Reb Shlomo Kalbach. Join us tomorrow when we broadcast from Yom and CSY 2021. If you'd like to submit a message for an NCSYer or for anybody to include in our broadcast, email it now to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L dot com. Subject, Yom NCSY. Looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow from Israel. Meanwhile, we continue with our special encore presentation of our 10th of special.
You know what the holiness of us hidden is? That we can get up from the floor and expect this year to come the next second. The holiness of us hidden is that last Sunday was Tishabat and this shower is ready for the highest. You know people when they're ill it takes them so long till they get back on their feet. But hein am kloviyokum Gewalt karimi We can lie down on the floor, we can be in the lowest, lowest, lowest. Next minute, what do you think from Auschwitz? They walked straight to Yisrael. Straight to Yisrael, you know, Kredish said to the Holy Wall. When I bless you, all of us, Whenever any of us is a little bit down, don't wait ten years till you're back on your feet, the next second. The holiness of us hiddenness, the very second, it's over. And I want to just bless you something very special, bless me back. Sometimes we see our children doing something wrong. And then we think we have to let loose. We make one mistake. Maybe at that very instant when they did wrong, they were a little bit low. But maybe they did it ten minutes ago. And do you know where your child can reach in ten minutes? Do you know where a Jew can reach in ten minutes? So what are you quetching now about something which happened ten minutes ago? Instead of telling your child, Gewalt, Right now you have a chance to reach the highest because you're coming a little bit from a low place. We push them right back. And we don't even give them a chance. I want to bless you and me that we should never forget Chamesh Osobah is right after Tishabah. We should never forget Mashiach is born right on Tishabah while we are rolling in ashes. And I want to bless all of Israel, all of Israel. Don't ever forget all of Israel. Do we need more proof? You know, if someone would have told a Roman soldier 2,000 years ago, listen brother, I'm going back to Israel, he'd whip you over your face and say, you're crazy. But who remembered that Roman soldier? He came back, Mamash. Unbelievable. And I know there are some people here, some of us have to go back to New York or to England, anywhere. I want to bless you with something very special. 
I always tell it to my friends. Do you know the way you walk back from the holy wall? You don't turn around and walk away. When you meet the Tsar of Russia, you don't turn around and walk away, you walk backward. I bless you to walk away backward. Keep your eyes on the holy wall. Keep your eyes on your Shemaim Al-Kaidish. And I want to bless you whenever your children grow up and they walk out of your house and they build their own house. Sad enough, a lot of children turn around and they don't build a Jewish house anymore. I want to bless you, your children, to walk away backward. Say from the Shalom Shalom. I want to bless you and me and all of us. Our children should build homes. We should be connected to Yerushalayim, to the Holy Wall, to the Besamekdash. And we should see each other again with great joy. And thank you so much. Good job, Thank you. Wednesday, it's the 10th of Av, and uh, on the 10th of Av, traditionally, we concentrate on the stories of Rav Shlomo Kalbach, and that one is uh, one of his absolute best. Schwarzer Wolf here at JM in the AM. 20 minutes before 9 o'clock on a big Wednesday. It's a big Wednesday for us because it's a big transition day. We're going to be heading from our a cappella format to our regular format. The big transit, the actual transition, will happen at 1 p.m. Eastern time on the stream. JMintheAM.org, when Yossi's Weig host the Transition Live Lunch. Tune in beginning at noon. He'll be doing a whole bunch of acapella stuff, then transitioning at 1 o'clock to a regular format. He posted, and then we reposted. Actually, he emailed, and then we decided to post uh, his plans for the Live Lunch. He'll be doing some Anochi Krohn Band from volume number 2, brand new Yoni Stern, a Simcha with Nacha single, which is being released, Motzei Shabbos Nachamu, the brand new Lipa single, Lie Be Forever, Aryeh Kunstler's Unplugged Nachamu, which should be a free download on the Facebook page, plus Yalili and more. Speaking of Yalili, the big news, of course, is that there's a live music alert Thursday, 24 hours from now. Eighth day will be in our studio. Eighth day visiting JM and the AM tomorrow. What a way to get back to our regular music format. Eighth day live in studio tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. In fact, I mentioned earlier that Ellie Katz was in touch with me and told me that uh, Eighth Day is available tomorrow night in the New York area. Anybody who wants to book them a camp or anything else who wants to book them for tomorrow night, call 201-259-2240, 201-259-2240. That's happening uh, uh, tomorrow night. If you want to do that, be in touch with uh, Ellie Katz. We have a live lunch, big transition show coming up today, at, right after the live lunch, which will be about 2.30 p.m., We'll be webcasting live from Camp Missora. Tune in 
Uh, if you have an email message for a camper or staff member that you want us to include in our webcast today, it'll be from 2.30 until 4.30. Email that message to us, any of the email addresses, or nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at WFMU.org. Nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at WFMU.org. Include the words Camp Misora in the subject line. We'll be up there webcasting on the stream at jmandtheam.org between uh, 2.30 and 4.30 Eastern City Time this afternoon. They have a big day planned at Misora. I know they have Hanukkah in August, a whole big plan. So we'll be up there this afternoon. I'll be listening to the live lunch on the iPhone app on the way up to camp. If you don't have an iPhone app, get it immediately. Put it on your iPhone, your iPad, your iPod. Uh, go to the uh, iPhone app store on your phone. Search the words WFMU Jewish Music. WFMU Jewish Music. The only app that will show up will be our amazing free app. And you could listen to it all day long. It really is an amazing feeling. We'll be listening on the way up to camp. And um, I'm anticipating a, a major and wonderful uh, uh, Wednesday live lunch, transition live lunch, with Yossi Zweig. Our friends at Seasons on Main Street today at 1 o'clock, appropriate enough when you could eat meat again, today at 1 o'clock we'll announce the winner of their Weber Grill, right? Everybody that put in their receipts over the last couple of weeks at this big barrel, the winner will be drawn at 1 o'clock Eastern time, and we'll try to post it on our Facebook page and congratulate. And I'll ask Yossi Zweig to congratulate the winner in the 1 o'clock hour uh, on the web stream. So we'll hopefully have that for you, assuming I could be in touch in that section of Route 17 at around that time. And um, what else do I want to mention? Flaky Jake has his big Hudson Valley Resort weekend coming up. In the newspaper, it says 800 people are expected this Shabbos. Uh, Summerman Dove Hiken and Shani Hiken are by Abraham Kiss, Gabriella Strauss, Dr. Isle Respler. Uh, information, contact Flaky Jake about the Nakamu weekend up at Hudson Valley Resort. We are proud to be, uh, I am I am proud to be getting ready to enjoy it. We had a good time last year. It should be a lot of fun. 718-436-0682, 718-436-0682. I want to wish a mazel tov to the Safless family. They're getting ready for Eliyahu's uh, bar mitzvah celebration this coming Shabbos up in Lach Sheldrake. Mazel tov to uh, Esther and Yitzchak Saflis from all of us here at JM in the AM. You've heard Yitzchak Saflis sub for me many times at night. Uh, Matzei Shabbos Nachamu, support Yeshiva Madregas HaAdam and a Shabbos Nachamu Starka Kumzitz with Nachum Stark, or Nachum Stark, a music by Benjamin Ginsberg and comedian Mark Wiener, plus Divrei Chizuk, all happening this coming Saturday night at the Utopia Jewish Center in Queens. Starts at 10.30 sharp for information you can contact um, Yeshiva Madregas HaAdam. Want to wish a mazel tov to our friends at Camp Rayim. They are celebrating their 23rd year, and this Sunday uh, you are invited to the t- dedication of their brand new Base Medrash Machane Rayim Hertzka Family Celebration. It's a Hanukkah Sabayis of the brand new Shul Building Complex and the brand new Learning Center Campus. This coming Sunday they'll have a Ksiva Sefer Torah starting at 3. The event will begin at 5 o'clock. I want to take this opportunity to wish Camp Brayman or by Mrs. Meish Rosner, with whom we go way, way, way back, a very special Mazel Tov. Uh, they'll have a Achnasa Sefer Torah, Hanukkah Sabayis, uh, a video of 23 years of memories. There'll be a Raya musical concert with surprise guest stars and much, much more. So we wish everybody a very special Mazel Tov. There's a web address, rayamevent.com, R-A-Y-I-M, event.com. 
And again, I wish them a very special Mazel Tov. We go way back with the Camp Rayim. And um, we wish them the very best on the big event this coming Sunday. J-Runners is getting ready for their big event. You know, J-Runners has their 135-mile relay race going from Brooklyn to the Catskills Wednesday, August the 17th through Thursday, August the 18th. We're actually going to be uh, broadcasting Thursday morning from their checkpoint, uh, which will be up at uh, Wesley Kosher in Muncie. Go to jrunners.org for all the information, jrunners.org. And listen to this. Those of you who have been paying careful attention, you've seen this already um, in your Jewish newspapers. J-Runners completes the 143 miles in what they're calling a run for hope, and they will wrap it up with an all-day carnival, an all-day finish line extravaganza. The biggest carnival in the Catskills, they'll feature eighth day with Eli Schwebel of Leif Tahar, Shlaimi Dax, Arye Kunstler, Shia Rubenstein. They'll do the award ceremony at 7.30 that night. Um, it's really going to be amazing. It's a finish line extravaganza happening up in... Uh, uh, the Sullivan County Community College in Loch Sheldrake. The carnival will begin at 2.30. The concert at 4.30. Information, jrunners.org or 646-368-7989. 646-368-7989. You can actually follow the runners on Thursday by phone and by email. Uh, the start of the race is in Prospect Park, 8 o'clock Wednesday night. 10 p.m. is the Glotmar Cheering Zone on Coney Island Avenue. And Avenue M with plenty of food and music. That's late Wednesday night. And then on the Thursday, the exchange, we will be there. Um, it's exchange number 10 officially. We'll be at Wesley Kosher on Route 306. There'll be Shachris there. Live broadcast, live entertainment with the uh, at the major exchanges along the course. And then, of course, they arrive at the finish line sometime around 5 p.m. at Sullivan County Community College with the big concert and the big um, a carnival going on. So it should be amazing. JRunners.org has all the information. It should be an amazing day, and we are very much looking forward to it. 12 minutes before 9 o'clock Wednesday, the 10th of Av, with the stories of Shlomo Kalbach at JM in the AM. you never know. you never know. How do we know? How much do we know about our own wives and children? The truth is, the truth is, every human being is God's image. God is so deep, God is so hidden. Oh, we have the privilege to love each other. But sometimes, sometimes, God gives us a glimpse how deep people are. Special people are. And how deep, deep life is. Gewalt is life deep. 
to join me in. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. This is one of the most important teachings of the Holy Bar Shemtov. What do you know of another human being? What do you know if they're holy or not? There's so many people who look to us that are coarse, a little bit unholy. But what do you know? This is one of my favorite stories. I'm telling it to you, and especially to my children, Nishamal and Dari. Please, I bless you. Don't ever judge. Because you'll never know. You'll never know. In Koritz, this is 200 years ago, in Koritz, in the holy city of Koritz, and the rabbi there was Herpinchas, one of the three greatest pupils of the holy Bachem. It goes without saying, every Jew was good and holy and sweet. Every Jew ate kosher, every Jew went to the synagogue three times a day. But there was one Jew. The tailor, Schneidel, he was never seen in the synagogue. He was never seen buying kosher meat. He was never seen anywhere where Jewish people are. The only place you saw him at night, coming out from the bar drunk. So basically, he was an outcast. Only if your pants are torn, you would go to him. One day, one day, one day, one day. The Holy Rapinchas, after the synagogue, after the services. He sees there's a commotion in the synagogue. And he's saying, what's going on here? Ah, let's say, the most low rotten shoe of the city died. And nobody wants to go to the funeral. He says, why, who's the most low rotten Jew for a synagogue, for a community? And they say, The Heilige Pinchas began crying and sobbing. He says, I vey, I vey, Gewalt, I'm so heartbroken. My sweetest friend, the Schneider, left the world. What time is the funeral? I'll definitely be there. So when the people heard the Pinchas cards and never goes to the funeral, it's come to the funeral of the tailor. I was clear to everyone that he is one of the 36 holy people. Everybody came to the funeral. Everybody was crying, Schneidel, Heilige Schneidel. Pray for me, pray for my children. What a funeral. And we know, the holy rabbis teach us, if you want to know if a person is important in heaven, watch the funeral. It was very special. After the funeral was over, a Bieber, who happened to be on that day in Koritz, to visit his best friend, a Pinchas, and he himself, also a pupil of the Bajemtov, walked up to a Pinchas and he says, a Pinchas, I don't understand you. You can fool the whole city, 
and they think that he's one of the 36 holy people, but you and I know the truth. He's not. And he was really a very, very simple Jew and maybe a little bit sinful. But what did he do so special that he deserved such a funeral? You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. Oh, you'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. Oh, you'll never know. says, oh, let me tell you, we know so little about other people. This is the story. If you remember, I adopted an orphan girl, Fagele, my wife and I. She was like her own daughter. She's now 14 years old. We got her engaged to an orphan from another city, and we borrowed money from every person we knew just to make the, the wedding so beautiful. The wedding was a few weeks ago. And just a few minutes before the wedding, the groom comes up to me and says, Rabbi, you forgot to buy me a new talus and a prayer shawl. And it's a custom that the groom wears a new prayer shawl. I said, I, 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 you know, I don't even have the strength anymore to find a sponsor for your talus. Can I buy it for you in a few weeks? But he has tears in his eyes. He has nobody. I'm like his father. Okay, I said, wait a minute. Maybe God will open gates for me. I walked down the street looking to find somebody who would give me 10 rubles. And I decided the first house which has a light I knocked on the door. I knocked on the door. And behold, behold, the Schneiderl, the tailor, opened the door. With so much sweetness, with so much fire. I was so much holiness. He says, Rabbi, I never dreamt you'd come to my house. But Rabbi, let me tell you, there's nothing in the world I wouldn't do for you. I said, my sweetest tailor, I need 10 rubles to buy a new talus for the groom of Fagele. Everybody knows Fagele. He says, Rebbe, God is my witness, I'm poor, but one ruble I can give you. I said, Schneiderl, my Zisa tailor, bless you. It's everything. My heart was so light. I walked down the street. After a few houses, I could hear somebody running after me. I waited. There was a tailor. I stopped. He was crying so much. I said, Schneider, what hurts you? What can I do for you? And the Schneider says, Rabbi, I'm ashamed to ask you, but I have to. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, God knows I'm poor. But if I give you the whole ten rubles, do you think I'll ever share in the coming world? 
Put my hands on this little head. The nice and schneider. Have a share in the coming world. I know how poor you are. I know how much it means to you. You have a share in the coming world. And he says, I want you to know I walked behind his coffin. But his soul was wrapped in the talus which he bought for Fagelin. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Wraps up a Wednesday 10th of Av special with the stories of Reb Shlomo Kalbach. Tomorrow back to our regular format with 8th Day live in our studio. They're in from the West Coast. They'll be doing a live music alert Thursday for us here at JM in the AM. 8th Day at 8 o'clock, appropriately enough. Tomorrow morning in our studio right here at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.